At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds looking fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear leaves and debris with the 40-volt leaf blower. No cords, no gas, no hassle. Click into Memorial Day Savings happening now at the Home Depot and on homedepot.com. How doers get more done. Welcome to Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. Sports fans, golf fans, or just fans, welcome to Masters Week and Get a Grip with Max Homa and Shane Bacon. I'm Shane Bacon. No Max Homa. Uh, live on this week's episode, Max sent me a text over the weekend said, hey, listen, uh, you know, I'm obviously going to be very focused and, and prepping for, you know, his second Masters and first ever in April and first with patrons and obviously playing great golf headed in. So his focus is there as it should be. So uh, a little bit of me and then we're, we came up with an idea. Uh, producer Tim and I were, were texting and came up with an idea of just kind of piecing together some of the stuff Max has talked about over the last few months. Uh, prepping for that November Masters uh, over the last few months uh, in 2021. You know, just m- times he's mentioned Augusta National and getting set for this Masters. Obviously, how excited he was following that win at Riviera. I, uh, I walked out. This is crazy. I walked out on Monday at Augusta National. First time seeing the golf course uh, this year. And don't have your phone, as any nobody does. And so I kind of walk out there blindly, didn't check anything before I got out there. And it's like, oh, I wonder if, if home is out on the golf course. So I looked to my left and... There's the practice round uh, T-sheet they put out, and he'd gone off 10. So I'm kind of looking at my watch and going, okay, it's two and a half hours. It'll probably be close to, to making the turn. And as I'm walking up by 9 green, I look over, and, and of course, I see Griner's beard uh, on 18 green. I said, oh, that's, that's pretty good timing. So walked over, got a chance to catch up with him for a couple of minutes. And, uh, and yeah, he was wearing a great uh, foot joy camo shirt. Uh, he was excited. The golf course is tough. He said it was going to play tough. I heard that thud noise that you you hear people talk so much about with a ball landing on the ninth green as I was walking over to 18. Surprising to hear on a Monday. I mean, that's a noise you typically hear on a Saturday and Sunday. So, you know, if conditions stay the same, it's going to play tougher. You're going to see it more like the Zach Johnson Masters than you will like the Dustin Johnson Masters. And uh, that'll be exciting to see for sure. I love when the golf course plays different year to year. And par is way more important as, as it should be. At major championships. So yeah, it's going to be a great week. Excited for Max uh, to play in the second Masters. Obviously a, a completely different mindset going in considering how great he has played in 2021. So we're all rooting for him, obviously. Uh, my duties for the week, if you were interested, I'll be, due, uh, I'll be a part of the live from the Masters on Golf Channel after each and every round. Uh, getting a chance to, uh, to host it in the afternoon on Tuesday. You're probably not listening to this on a Tuesday. I'll also be part of Masters.com coverage hosting featured groups for the week. Excited about that. First time getting a chance to, to be a part of that team. Hope you get a chance to check out it. You know, it's it's just an amazing digital product that Augusta National, the Masters, and CBS puts together each and every year for that. So that's a true honor. I mean, you, you talk about getting a chance to be involved in every, in anything you can be involved in. And uh, I cannot wait to get out there. I can't wait to let the golf course and this Masters tournament speak for itself and uh, dip in when I can. So pump for Thursday, pump for the opening round. Uh, of this Masters, obviously, we just get the Jordan Spieth win. 
And uh, the storylines are abundant. I mean, Kepka kind of coming out of nowhere. We thought he'd be out for six, eight months, and all of a sudden he's here getting ready to play. We got a lot of players uh, kind of lurking, uh, you know, in, in, and then you've, of course, got the names like, what's Rory going to do? What's JT going to do? What's Dustin going to do? And then, of course, what's Max Homa going to do? Uh, I think Max is going to have a great week. I think he's fired up for it. I think he knows uh, as well as he's in the golf ball and as well as he's rolling it, he's going to have a really good chance to contend uh, this week at Augusta. So, that's enough for me. Like I said, we're going to roll in some uh, some Max and I talk over the last few months about the Masters, uh, excitement, anticipation, getting ready for the golf course, what he took from that November experience. So I hope you enjoy this. I think you will. Uh, it's the best of get a grip talking Masters. Augusta National today for the first time. You're in your first Masters. Can you just run us through your day and how you're feeling. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um it was uh I had a lot of focus on Houston last week. Uh as I mentioned on the podcast last week, I was doing my best not to look ahead, but I would uh be lying if I said Sunday uh in Houston I wasn't, you know, thinking about coming here. You know, we were flying out <laughs> that night. Uh I was playing with Graham McDowell, um who I will say I I Wanted to bring this up. I didn't know how to fit it into a segment. He is easily the coolest person in all of golf. Uh, Graham McDowell, I've decided, is the Matthew McConaughey of golf. Okay. Uh, everything he does is cool. He is nice. He's talkative. He's suave. Even he kept my card. So uh, at the end of the day, he like handed me back my scorecard. And even the way he wrote the numbers in was cool. Like even on the the bogey, I was like, that's a cool. That's a cool five. Like that's sick. Did he do the four? like a goal post open for or did he did the like the triangle top four open okay because um, that's it the triangle's it cooler looking triangle's cooler looking it's just his fives had the perfect soup they all fit the score box like <laughs> dead perfect mine if you look at it it looks like somebody decided to try both righty and lefty <laughs> as they were writing the try uh, number way yeah. to write it was poor yeah the tron carter uh the amphibious way um, but yeah, so we were talking about it, you know, you could tell we were both pretty excited. Um, and yeah, so like once we got on the plane, got down here, all of a sudden you start to get like a little bit more excited this morning, you know, I was pretty amped, uh, to be out here and, uh, but like nothing crazy, I guess well, I was happy. I was excited. I felt like I was in a good mood, but then we got like onto Washington uh, street or Washington Ave where the golf course is after we picked up our confirmation for the, uh, you know, we have to get the uh, credentials after we test negative. And all of a sudden I was like, Holy cow. Like, th- like it wasn't like I got nervous, but like the butterflies hit and all, all of a sudden I was like, it, we're like, we're doing it. <laughs> like this is happening. You make your right into the uh, gates and that's Magnolia lane and Magnolia lane to me. I know you've been Shane, but, it uh, it looked a lot smaller than I thought it would, but once you break through the trees to like the front that everyone's seeing with the picture with the logo and the and then the clubhouse, it that felt brighter and bigger. Like I hate to be like the cheesy guy, but that moment felt not the moment, sorry, just the visual of it felt like more like I don't even know how to. There was like more volume to it. Uh, it just yeah. like felt oddly satisfying to see the buildings just seem wider they pop more it's all the corny stuff you hear all the time i was trying not to be corny as i thought about all of it but it's true that's why you know um the cliche is right about this place all the cliches uh it was wild it was a a million pinch me moments in a day uh and at the same time it also i think without the patrons it also just felt like a golf tournament which was cool i guess um but it definitely like bigger it's it's odd it's odd how i've tried to process it because at times you're like wigging out it was like walking in i was wigging out and then i got to the range and hit a few balls and i felt crazy comfortable okay and i had to remind myself like well first off like you're playing really well you know it's it's you're still just taking golf balls it's kind of how i've always thought about sundays and tournaments i've been in contention I'm more nervous going to the course in the moment I put a club in my hand. You just, you know, you're like, I've done this one trillion times. I'm comfortable, you know, but then you'd have other moments where, you know, you'd walk to 12 across the bridge and then all of a sudden you're back to the pinch me moment. So it's very, very, very odd day. Um, I don't know. It's a, you kind of go full circle in your emotions in the sense that, um, 
you know, for me, uh, I was hoping I'd be here, you know, someone like a Justin Thomas, as we turn pro at the same time, you know, your second year, first year out. And for me, it's taken so long. So I felt like it just felt like a little bit more of an appreciation for just being here um, while also being insanely motivated to be here for every Masters forever. Because I want to play in front of fans. I want to I want to play every April. Um, I want to just be here all the time because it is uh, for the Masters, it is a crazy cool week. I, like I've, I've never been here at another time. I imagine it's still cool, but for the Masters, this is nuts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you, you know, you said you don't want to be cheesy. You don't want to be corny. You're, you're kind of speaking of this. You know, it's a huge moment. I mean, you, you, you'd had practice rounds planned at Augusta National early in the year. Of course, those got canceled and postponed because of COVID. The event gets postponed because <laughs> of COVID. So you have this schedule of your year and things you know you're going to check off and these these expectations you've had throughout your life as a golfer. I mean, did you have an introspective moment where you were on the range, you're on the golf course, you're hitting shots, you're looking around. Did you have that moment where it was, I know you have bigger goals in your life, but this is a golfer's goal is to make the masters and play in it. Did you have that moment where you're like, Holy crap, I'm hitting a second shot on 13. Is this serious? Yeah. You have like a lot of those. And then again, it's, it's one of those odd, uh, it's like an odd way to explain it because you are in awe of it while you're also not, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in awe of where you are standing and then you're over an eight iron on 11. That's kind of where I had to think my biggest to your question. That was the biggest moment for me as, as, as you know, as the question was asked, I guess was I was standing over the shot. We had to wait a while for the green to clear. And the second shot on 11 is like, it's beautiful. Um, 12's in the background. Uh, it's just a very cool spot to stand. And we're there for a while. We're talking about the shot. We're talking about how crazy the wind is because the flag is blowing dead left, but the wind's off off the left. So it didn't make any sense. Xander's caddy is explaining to me certain things. We're talking about 12 coming up. Joe's explaining like, you know, his like viewpoint on how the wind is going to like how you have to take handle the wind and what you're seeing, but what you're feeling and all this stuff. And so I had that big, like pinch me, you know, wow. Like, you know, I'm here. Like I'm at Augusta. I've been on the other side of the, uh, the bushes, which is Augusta country club. Um, I was there, you know, many years ago for Luke List's wedding and we played golf the day before and you're right there. You're like, you're right next to Amon Corbin right. play over one of the creeks, you know, but it's a different golf course. It feels like a different world, honestly. And I, I had that moment where I'm like, dude, you like, you're here. Like you made it to something that is like a true check the box. This is a goal of every golfer who's ever touched a golf club It's not only just to play Augusta, but to play in the masters. And I was like, man, I really am here. And then I, again, and I stand over the eight iron and it's work. So it just, that's where it feels small, but it's like the lead up feels big. I, I would say that most any golf tournament in the world, I think there would be a very easy way. You'd rather play a practice round, but you could get away with not playing a practice round if they didn't offer it in the sense that nothing would feel too big. Uh, it would be harder to play the course if you don't know where you're going, but you could do it. I think this is a pretty necessary practice round for the emotional standpoint. Like we were, and, and this is even with, you know, I play the front I was Xander and Patrick Cantley and, you know, they've both been here three or four times and they were making fun of me. Cause I'm, you know, freaking out about geeking little things. Out. I'm trying not to be like, yeah, the the guy who's geeking out the entire day. But I every time they gave me grief about it, I said, you guys can, you know, shove it because this is awesome. Uh, and they would laugh and say, yeah, it is awesome. But I could ask them little questions and, and they would know these answers. But at the same time, like they're intrigued to inform me about things. You know, if I ask questions, they would tell me stuff. Xander showed me something on the ninth green. That's like, he's like, somebody showed me this. And it's just like the nuances of the golf course are so cool. The nuances of the place are so cool. Um, it's just, uh, so everyone's always wanted to be here. So when you, when you get here and you're playing, there is both the awe of it and then just the, Hey, I'm, I'm here to work too. So you have to get past both, both things. And I, I that's why I played 18 holes. I would just want to see all the, all the golf holes. And it is, it's a remarkable golf course on any day, but then you, I think the reminder is just like, you're also playing in the freaking masters. So that's a, that's a weird one. Yeah. It, it was something I was going to bring up is again, I, I feel like today is so much louder than your plans earlier in the year in, in a good way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're there. I mean, now mind you, no patrons now, no patrons. If you were playing a practice round in February or March, but 
it, it just I'm assuming Masters Week, you know, you look four fairways over and you see Tiger. You look three yeah. fairways over, you see Phil Mickelson. You know, now you start to see some of the legends roaming around come tomorrow. It just has to be a today has to be a crazy day for you in terms of career days because you played 18 holes at Augusta National on Masters Monday, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's so tight, dude. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> Tiger Tiger's on the on the range when I got to the range and. I'm talking to his buddy, uh, who's all, you know, who's the guy who's always with him. And we're talking, he's a Dodger fan. And we're talking about the Dodgers as I'm standing behind Tiger Woods as he's chipping. And we're like, it's not just like, I've been around Tiger before. I've like talked to Tiger. I've chipped with Tiger before, but like now I'm like at Augusta national during the masters <laughs> with Tiger, you know, and not really with him. I don't think he even noticed me, but I'm still there. And, um, but like, you know, on 18, as I was walking off, Rory was finishing nine and I've been very fortunate because I really think he's an amazing dude. I was, I was very, you know, I've been fortunate to become like somewhat friendly with him. And he was like screwing around on nine and put a ball like 10 feet past the hole. And then I watched it go in and he kind of like looked around to see if anybody saw it. And I had my hands up because like, I, I watched the whole thing. I had my hands up and he gave me a little hat tip. And then he walked over after and was like, is this your first time here? I said, yeah. And, you know, he's asked me, he's like, how is it? Like, do you love it? And I said, dude, it's just like Disneyland. Like this place is nuts. And he, you know, you could, you could tell he is, he's not just asking, like, everybody, everybody that asks you, you know, how, how's your day? Like, it's a typical thing you say, you know, just to like have a conversation. This was more like, it was one of those, I remember my first time. Yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. It's very special. Do, are you feeling like how special this is, you know? And he was truly like genuinely asking, and there's a reason it's not because, you know, not just because he's such a great dude, it's because this is a big deal, like in, in a weird way. Um, and it, it's, you know, it's pretty difficult to compartmentalize how much fun you're having to also like preparing to win a tournament. That's why uh, it was fun to play with Patrick and Xander because, you know, they've gone past the, this is my first time. Holy shit moment. Uh, I had to get over that one. Um, but it was also good to, you know, click into like, Hey, like let's play golf mode too. So, you know, like Joe and I had a little game on the back nine to play the golf course uh, for like a score and whatever, but man, it's just a, it's a very, it's a very odd odd like oddly unique feeling to well, it's only it's gotta be the only goal one. that you already accomplished but you just like <laughs> you know finally get over to be a there. year later you're like actually doing it you know it's <laughs> it's it's very strange it's like if it's like if you were pursuing like the hot girl in school and and you asked her out and she was like yes and you were like holy hell like i'm going on the date with the hot chick and then like a year later <laughs> you went on the date you she's know? like i'm i'm free in 2021 it's like a like, may yeah, weekend like, yeah, wait, it's fine. It sounds <laughs> good. wait for you uh, so all right so you played with xander and can't lay today and uh lucas uh i don't know how to pronounce the last name he's an australian guy who won the u.s mid-am okay and then who else uh, that was him. So it was us four. And then, okay. uh, yeah, so it was us four. Them two uh, left, uh, Pat and Xander left over the front. I mean, Lucas played the back, which was fun too, because he had played here before. But this is obviously, I mean, uh, you know, he's he stayed in the crow's nest last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's 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 wigging out just like I am. So that was kind of fun to do the back nine with him, skip the ball in 16, you know, hit. Uh, we had How'd a million tee shots off 15. I literally missed the water, but in the coolest way ever. I flew it. Wait, to wait, wait, the wait. Last. You whip, you whiffed on the skip. You first skip yeah. whiffed. So, <laughs> so I, apparently when there's fans there, uh, I think Charles Howell's caddy was with us and he said like my shot I hit would have been, you know, well, actually my, so my ball, if it lands a foot shorter, it lands in the water. And if it lands a foot further, it lands on the green, but it landed dead into where the water meets the grass. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so he said, he's like, people have like snooped the ball into the crowd before. Cause it, you know, you're trying to like flight, but you need and to fly it, it somewhat yeah. far. So, um, so that was funny, but yeah, then we also hit like a million drives on 13, just trying, you know, we were both just having like a blast, uh, hitting like the skipping shot on 15. Um, I don't know, like just, it was fun to also play with him. Cause we could both have the same type of experience or we're in the same headspace uh, and the back nine, it, I, on it, like I had so much fun on the front nine and it was, some things felt bigger, some things felt smaller, but they were all just like unique. But then the back nine, I mean, like think about like, this is like a amazing golf course, like from one to 18, there's sneaky holes. One is an amazing golf hole. Um, five is one that, you know, you don't, you don't really like think of a lot, I guess. Seven is an amazing golf hole nine is an amazing golf hole, but then you get to the back and it just like, 
it, I, I don't really know how to explain it, it's like it's like there's two victoria's secret models but one you're like this one is better looking or something or it's like or it's like you're it's like literally comparing lebron and michael jordan and you're like whichever one you decide you like more is like or you think is better is it, it, there's no real answer right but for some reason if whoever your viewpoint is so if you think michael jordan's better you're gonna say like that's the back nine like it, they're both really really good but there's one that's like better yeah you know? noticeably and that's better. how it felt like that's the back i was just like you know like there's just no better nine holes to me and a lot of it is probably the history but my gosh it was it was it was wild yeah, uh, Lucas Michelle, by the way, is that Michelle? Michelle, I yeah, I didn't know if so, it was Michael or Michelle. So, um, sounds like okay, dodgeball. So, Michelle. so you, I know it does sound like that. So you, <laughs> uh, you played today, which is Monday. Uh, what's your schedule like? What's the plan like for the rest of your week before, obviously Thursday? I'm playing nine and nine. Uh, so Do you know who you're playing the, with? Back tomorrow. I think I'm playing with JC Poston tomorrow. We had planned it today, and then uh, he betrayed me and played with Jordan Spieth, which, and full disclosure, I would have done the exact same thing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> hey, real quick, can I ask that about? Can I ask a practice round question? I yeah. get this sense. I've heard from every professional golfer that I know or that I'm, you know, pals with. They all have these stories, and I feel like they happen more often than not. Are people just not loyal about the practice no. round schedule? If you get a better request, not at all. And again, okay. like I, I would do the exact same thing. That's but what no, I'm saying. If you're saying you do it, yeah, no zero loyalty. loyalty. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's every man for himself. Uh, when I saw him walking up, I was like, yeah, I mean, hell yeah, you left me and went with them. Uh, but I'll play with him tomorrow. I did text him today. I said, hey, uh, if you'd like to play, uh, I'm going to try to get this in early just in case Tiger like asks if you want to practice around like I want to lock this thing in. Um, but he uh, but no. So so, you know, that was that's obviously like a, a classic like first time at a big event thing or it's like you're just playing with whoever the coolest person you can. Yeah, get of course, with is, I of guess. course. And somebody yeah. that has that much experience. So you play with JT tomorrow, and then what are you going to do Wednesday? Uh, Wednesday, I'll play the probably the front nine. Uh, we, we're kind of just beating the weather because the weather's not great this week. Uh, so tomorrow morning looks okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't know who I'll play with Wednesday. I'll, I'll figure that out. I had something set up with Mike Weir, but I'm not sure if I'm going to do that uh, just because now I'm going to play the back. Tomorrow we were planning on playing the back, but um, – We'll see. It's just kind of like flying by the seat of your pants. That's why I want to play 18 today. So I wasn't like locked in, but I don't want to, first off, this place is a really hard walk. Um, I have uh, an extremely like experienced caddy. He's been here twice, Joe, even though he doesn't look like Joe. Um, and <laughs> so that helps. That. that helps. Um, I did not want to play 18 twice. I've screwed that up at majors in a lo- like a long time ago. And I am on my third week in a row, so I'm not really trying to, like, kill myself, gotcha. uh, you know, with the prep. But I do feel like there's a huge benefit this tournament, I think, for a rookie in the sense that I know a lot about a, the golf course without ever, ever stepping foot on it. I know a ton about this place, as everyone does, and I think that helps. So playing 18 holes today, Joe had a really good idea. He just said, let's just play. He said, play 18, and I'll give you my yardage book tonight. I'm staying with him. So he's like, I'll give you my yardage book tonight or tomorrow. And you could take all the notes, but he's like, don't take notes, say play it and then figure out what you like. Cause I've been really, really hitting my driver, like unbelievable. And there are certain holes. He's like, dude, I would sometimes tell you now it is playing long. So maybe not today, but he's like, I'd sometimes tell you that three would here, but you're driving it. So I'll just play the golf hole like you would and just hit your driver and then tell me if that feels okay. So like, that's fun. And that's why, you know, again, 18 was a good idea. Uh, and then you can kind of work your way backwards, but I don't feel like we need to be out here a ton. Xander gave me good advice today in this, uh, with the idea that, um, you had so many shots off slopes here. Like it's really, I know people say it and I'll, again, I'll keep saying the same cliche that it's a lot more, uh, a lot more hilly than it looks on TV. It's a lot of elevation change. And I've heard that for my entire life. And right when I showed up and looked at 10, I, I could not believe how downhill it was. It's crazy. I couldn't believe how, and, and this is something like people have been telling you that every day you've ever heard about the masters. And like nine, like nine's one of those nine, holes where you don't dude, feel that like second shot is nuts. So like you hear it and you still don't, you, it still shocks you. So he's like, dude, I hit balls my rookie year. I'm like for hours trying to play perfect, you know, on the range, get my swing perfect or whatever. And he's like, then you get on the golf course and it's like, can't practice that shot. You know, right. like, how are you supposed to do that? Part of it, Bermuda was nice because it was so hilly. It was very similar to this, but I don't know. Yeah, nine, dude, like how, like how hard would that shot be? I guess maybe being a lefty would be easier 
Do well, for me, you can hit the bullet cut off the tee, but it's just the second shot. I don't mind the tee shot. It's the second yeah, shot. Yeah, the second shot is just, it's it's straight down to straight up. Actually, I was listening to Shotgun Start. They were talking about, of course, Bryson, as everybody talks about Bryson all the time now, it feels like in golf, which, I mean, to his credit, he's doing yeah. that. He's doing something to make us keep the conversation going. And they were talking about Bryson and him hitting driver down nine, down the slope to the flat. And he's like, that hole is now completely different because the challenge is really you know, is surveying your lie with the second shot and it's figuring out how to hit a ball that's, that's you know, a downhill lie that could be above your feet or below your feet to a green that's uphill and sloping towards you. So that's the hard part of it. If you hit it 390 down to the flat, it doesn't kind of changes, changes how the hole plays. I will say that, like, the fairway being from, I mean, his fairway, if he does pull it off, uh, is from one to, like, it's 100 yards wide, maybe yes. more. But I don't think you want to be left, like, if you did pull it left, I, I mean, I'm being relative to like perfect, but if you're left, even with the wedge off the, off the flat, like, I don't think that shot, it's kind of the cool part about that hole is like, I hit the middle of the fairway. Day. I didn't hit it very far. didn't like, cause like I said, it's kind of soft. Xander got it way down there. I had like an eight iron in and I hit a really good second shot, but I had to, I kind of turned it, uh, drew it up against like the wind kind of with the green and it came in and, and it wasn't, like it's really to your, to your point about Bryson being on the flat, it wasn't really high because it just can't be, but because it was working into the hill, it stopped and it was like in the perfect kind of spot. And Xander hit a good shot, but it came out too low and, 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 and was kind of more like direct straight and it didn't hit the hill and then ran up oh, to the back, you know, the back tier. Now I guess Bryson, if he's even on the left, the tiers aren't as big a deal, but the angle did matter. Like the fact that I drew it into the slopes, I thought helped slow it down. Now, I guess if you're hitting a wedge, it, it wouldn't be as big a deal, but there are parts of it. That I, I thought were unique in the sense that you couldn't really be like miles left. Now we're talking about like making it the easiest shot ever. I guess his ceiling or his floor is still like so high. Doing right, that. With that but I, I will say like, dude, it's playing really long. I, I would, I would assume that the further you hit it, it would still really help um, because you know, there's, I hit I had a really good drive on 17 today and hit six iron in. Wow. Um and, and I know last year Tiger I think hit nine iron in. So it's just um and you're hitting to a really small area. So I would imagine like his strategy and stuff is it will be or and his his strength will be really uh, rewarded this week. Um but I'd be impressed even if he I haven't seen him hit it, but even if he did get it to the bottom of that hill with how wet it is, would be a really good drive. Um at least with how how the ball is not rolling. So um but we'll see. I mean I, I looked at it all over. I tried to see kind of like where he would at certain times, just out of curiosity. Right. And I don't see, it's obviously an advantage if he's striping it, but there's a few tee shots that would really help, but there's still some that like, I don't know how it's always an advantage, but I don't know how it's going to be like, I don't think it's always just going to be like, this is stupid. Even like 13, 13. Um, I've heard he's going to go up 14 fairway or something, which is like over the trees that everyone hits it in on the right, like the pine straw. But like for him to hit the fairway, I heard last week or something, maybe he had sandwich in. I don't know if that's a myth, but there's a, from the back of that box, they let this tree like overhang on the left. And if you don't hook your tee shot that you're going to hit the tree, like 15 feet in front, 15 yards in front of you. So it's, it's almost hard to take the line that we keep hearing about. So that would be that that's one that I think would take a really, really good really good swing to like pull that off. Now he's a really, really good golfer, so he probably can, but it is a bit more risky. Maybe that's why he's planning on going up the other way, but there's still some really difficult spots where if you're not in the, in a really good area, even with a shorter club, I would rather have at certain times an eight iron versus maybe a, a nine iron or pitching wedge. Now I guess he can maybe even be shorter club in than that. So I guess we'll see. It'll be pretty interesting to watch. I thought that, we had four guys that hit it at a similar distance. Andrew was hitting it quite far today, but even he, you know, certain holes, I don't think we were ever more than a club difference. And even most of the time, I felt like we were the same club and, you know, it's just, you don't see a ton of advantage in that sense. So Bryson being another 20, maybe 30, like, I, I guess it's just hard to see when you're walking around, like how big of an advantage that can play because like three, if you could fly it to the upslope, that's awesome, but it's going to roll back similar to where my drive was anyways. 
And then to drive to actually drive it on that green would be a 10 out of 10 shot. So it's like, what mega advantage are you getting there? Two, if you could pull off the tee shot would be awesome. Yeah. But even that tee shot is still pretty narrow. So it's just, I don't know. We'll see. I want to take a quick break to tell you about something I'm very, very excited about. And that is our partnership with Rapsodo. So if you don't know anything about Rapsodo, let me just tell you, it is a mobile launch monitor that costs just $500. Now, if you know anything about launch monitors, you know the number one thing is they're incredibly pricey. So for $500, you can get a Rapsodo device that is accurate within 2% of a $20,000 unit. So all the really fancy ones you see all the professional golfers out using each and every day, this thing is 500 bucks, and it's within 2% of that. And it's very, very easy to set up. You set it behind your golf ball, on your phone. It picks up all the information you need to know about your golf swing. And for me, it's so impactful because I feel like, and I am one of these people, I have no clue exactly how far I hit irons, okay? So to actually get a, get a clue and an idea of what a seven iron might go or what your five iron actually goes consistently now makes golf so much easier. I, I actually feel like these pros are onto something with the launch monitors they use each and every day on the range, even on the golf course at times. This, this, is, this is a mobile launch monitor that was named the official launch monitor of Golf Digest and ranked the best personal launch monitor of 2020 by our friends at My Golf Spy. Max's coach, Mark Blackburn, is on the advisory board. I'm going to let you know if you pick up a Rapsodo device, it's going to make you a better golfer. It just is. If you use it consistently and you take that information to the golf course, I promise you things will be easier. Imagine how big a green complex is, right? And when you think about the distance to the front of the green and the back of the green, if you know a seven iron can go 165 and the pin is 160, there you go. All of a sudden you go, okay, as long as I can hit this on the face, it will be on the putting surface. Now you just made a par. Way to go. I'm very proud of you. Check it out. Rapsodo.com. It's $500 and they're offering a limited time discount of $75 around this event this week. If you visit Rapsodo, R-A-P-S-O-D-O.com slash grip and use the code grip, like get a grip, boom, $75 off. Make sure you do that. Check it out. I love this device. I love the fact that we have products that have teamed up with this podcast that we all Love this being one of those. Check it out. Rap Soto, the mobile launch monitor for you. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. hype is real like 11 12 13 is ridiculous um but yeah it's just a really cool where tiger uh, made the chip on 16 is a joke um it's insane to me <laughs> did you do um, that i mean did you do that yeah. a couple times you go to yeah. did you go to the bubba spot on 10 did you do any of i those? didn't go to the bubba spot it's so far right it was like out of my way <laughs> 
you, 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 wait, you're saying you bypass the Rory spot left and the Bubba spot right on yeah. the 10. You just, I'll Apparently go in the you, middle. You, you sadly bypass the Rory spot like quite quickly from what <laughs> someone told me. Yeah. Uh, Bubba's is very far over there. Shot. No, it wasn't. Um, but like the, there's a famous Tiger shot. It wasn't on Sunday, but he, uh, I'm not sure he won that year, but Tiger hit a shot on nine from the left trees where he does his skipping run out into the fairway and he had like a foot in the back left pin and it's, it's impossible. Um, that's just like not a real golf shot. Uh, you have to, it was so hard from the fairway and, and he hooked a nine iron like 40 yards. Um, so that, that's that. So I looked at that. You looked at a few of, um, you know, you're hitting the chips and the putts up the hills where tiger two putt on nine last year from the very back oh, is my insane. Goodness. Uh, it's insane. Um, there's certain shots that now you see them and you're like, that's why that's so hard. Uh, or that's, you know, that's even more amazing that he made it or that they did this, like the flop shot from long on 15, even with the greens as soft as they are right now. And like fairly slow for Augusta, like even that flop shot, like I hit one that almost rolled off the front and then I hit one that was good, but it still was probably like 10 feet too far. And just to have the guts to go full on swing, because I was hitting like a, you know, my like maybe like a 75% flop shot. Like, I, I don't know if I even had the guts on a practice round to like just take it up upstairs. So you have stuff like that. You want to look at like the places you've seen the shots from, but there's so many that like, it's hard to, right. You want to get them all in. Remember all I want to hit all these shots. Um, yeah. I have, a, by the way, I've got a, uh, I've got a get a grip stat of the week that I, I looked up today. Do you want to hear the, we've never done this before. This is the first time um, your first masters, our first stat of the week. So I was looking up some stuff about first-time winners at Augusta. I think there's been three. Fuzzy was the last. Everybody talks about it in 79. And I was thinking about Fuzzy's name. It's got a couple of Zs in it. And Fuzzy Zeller. Got a Z there as well. There's two letters that have never been in a champion at the Masters name. I know one of them. One of them is Q. And the other one is X, which your name yeah. happens to have. Now, we've been real close. Xander was close last year, finished runner-up. Yeah. Jonas Blixt was runner up ah. back in 2014, but never had a champion. So, Max, you can make history, and you can also represent for for the letter X. I feel like it's time for them to to reign victorious around Augusta National. Yeah, I mean, listen, if this is one of those weeks where if they said someone with an X will never win, I would change my name uh, <laughs> to be able to. This is Barry Holm, but it would be even cool. Yeah, it'd be even cooler. <laughs> To be the first, uh, the first X person to um, to ever win uh, the Masters, uh, Shane. I question for you for all the years. You know, obviously, big golf fan. Do you have a a you know favorite hole to watch or uh, something that sticks out about the golf course? As as I know, you've been here four times. Uh, something, some place you like to go, a hole you like to sit on, or just a hole you like to watch the most. Well, I mean, it's interesting you brought up seven green. First of all, that was one of the more shocking things for me as well is how small that green is because, you know, we're used to those shots going up the hills on Sunday and coming back down, maybe going in or getting real close. And that green is so much smaller than you think. <laughs> I think that's the best spot on property to watch golf with the patrons there is you see seven, you see two, you see three. You can get a look at 17 as well. You can see a lot of golf around there, and I think that's really important. And, uh, and I just feel like if you sit right under the scoreboard there, that's an unbelievable viewing experience. You know, I mean, of course, everybody wants to go see Eamon Corner as they should. Everybody wants to go over by 13. I just felt like bang for your buck wise. That was a place you could see a whole bunch of different type of golf shots. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two, two, two is right there. And then seven, um, is cool. You can see the eight, by the way, is sneaky, like one of the coolest holes on property. Uh, that second shot's super fun. And the green is again, like a lot smaller than it looks. Um, you, uh, but yeah, two, two is one of those, like we were talking about it today. Some of those shots you've seen like off the uh, second shots into the green that go close. It's like, it's like a five yard opening in the front of that green off a downslope <laughs> two twenty. you know, like, it's just in a, the, the golf, the golf shots you see, I guess, when you watch the masters go close are much better than you think. Like, I think like you mentioned seven, the shot that we always see almost go in or go in on Sunday, you could say, Oh, it's a bowl. Like that bowl is so small, right? Like, it's 20 feet, like 20 feet by 20 feet, you know, and you miss it. And now you're like, 
almost going to auto make bogey. Like where I hit it today was just short, right? It was a middle pin, which, you know, is actually insanely hard because it's on its own little perch. But where I was short, right, was quite easy because you can spin it up the hill because it's so steep. But if you're a foot and a half long to any pin on that green, it's like you have no shot. So those you start to appreciate even more so these shots that go close. Like 15, anyone who's ever made eagle to the left pin on 15 is a god. Like it's tiny. You're hitting the longest club in ever off a downslope. <laughs> uh, even the right pins where you see most of the eagles, like even that shot's a nightmare. Um, F- 15 green, is that, that's another thing, oh. Max, is, is, is seen in person the 15th green. And to your point, remembering, <laughs> so you know, and I mean, I, I go back, you know, you were talking about 13, you were saying, you know, you, you don't want to hit three wood because you're going to have four five iron, three iron in. And, you know, those were the clubs that these old historic masters that we'd watch in 86 and, you know, 92 and masters like that, you know, those were the clubs that those guys were hitting in all the time on holes like 13 and 15 to hit a three iron or a two iron on 15 and oh, yeah. the masters. And like to yeah. pull it off has always been one of those things that shocked me because the green, you know, you 12 is tiny, you know, 12 green is very, very small. <laughs> and I mean, I've of course never walked back there. Like you got to walk back there today, but just being 150 yards away, 15 is the same size and they're hitting, you know, where they're hitting what four more, five more clubs in six more clubs in it's, it's astonishing to see it. Yeah. The, um, the front slope on 15, like on the green is much more subtle than I thought. So that's why balls it, with a long iron that land on the green, get onto the green, like onto the middle. But um, like the depth of it, especially on the left is super, super shallow. Like you have to play a shot to the middle of that green for the most part, or get something working to the left. Uh, It's one of those few, not few shots, but on this golf course, it feels like lefty second shots on some of the harder ones is better, but that's one to the left pin where the righty has an advantage, um, kind of like 16, where if you pull it, it'll keep covering. Um, so that feels like a little more comfy, but I mean, it it is uh, it is not like it is not pleasing to the eye to see the pin over there because there's not <laughs> a lot you can do. And like today, you know, I hit a pretty decent drive and had, like I said, it played quite long and I had four iron in and it's just you're on the flat, I guess, if you're hitting four iron, but it's just, it's, it's a daunting shot. Like I could hit three, but you go long and all of a sudden it's, then what do you do? Yeah. You don't um, want to So you're playing defensive. That. So you got to hit a baller shot, you know, at times. And that's, that's what, you know, we, we would try to do on certain, on certain holes. You just have to take it on. Uh, Cause the bailout's not really, you're not really helping yourself much. So that's the fun part. You, you decide you show right then and there, are you good enough? And that's, that's what you want in golf. Um, and that's what this course kind of provides. It's like, Hey, you could hit it over here, man. And you might get it up and down. Maybe not, but you might, but Hey, you hit a good shot here. We will give you a really big reward. And that's, that's what you're kind of faced with every day. Uh, I think the hardest part about this course, um, you know, is like not the Sunday pins as far as like, you don't know them very well. And some of them are insanely hard, but they don't get any credit because we don't remember seeing them very often. The green on one is insane. And there's a couple of pins when you get up there and you're just like, how do you hit it here? Like how? And, you know, it's cool because the greens are really soft right now. I imagine they're going to get firmer, even though it's going to rain. But like you can see why it would be hard even when it's firm. And you can see why it's hard even when it's soft, because then you have to be almost on your number because if the ball starts to spin, you know, we had on one day, I think three of us missed it just short. No, all four of us missed it just short. One stayed kind of on the front of the green, but the rest rolled off the very front. And it's just like we were not very far off the pin high number. And so that's where the soft part actually is kind of demanding. Now it makes chipping and bunkers easier, but um there's just a lot. There's a lot of nuance that makes this place hard. The length is one of them, but that's not, that's, that's, that's kind of the one that's right in your face. It's the depth of the bunkers is crazy. Um, playing through certain slopes. Like I said before, and when you see people play it up and down a slope on TV, it does look like, Oh, of course that's, that's, a, you know, a bowl or that's easy. And when you get there, you're like, man, if I miss this a couple feet, you know, too hard or too left or too right, you are so dead. Like, so dead. So you, I appreciate more so some of these putts and shots I've seen over the, over the years, because now I'm like, man, like that was, 
that was not a lot of room for error. And they, you know, it makes it look like it's just the most routine thing when you watch it because everything just funnels, but it only funnels from certain areas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Max, I'm wearing a Masters hat. Why, why Shane? We're four weeks to the day four away. Four weeks. I think you're going to get to play Augusta National in 2020. <laughs> you think so? I think it's going to actually happen. I mean, no, no practice rounds though. Before, prior to right, are you have anything scheduled? Are you going to get out there? I was going to, and honestly, uh, it was going to be a hassle. And I know that sounds um, ridiculous for me to Everybody say. Everybody like, just heard ha- the podcast. Yeah, I, I get, and I get it. Trust me, I get it. But. Um, you know, we're still doing, you know, the quarantining type thing, trying to stay healthy, uh, you know, trying to, I'm trying to get better at golf also. And, uh, I talked to Ches Reeve about it. Uh, I was like, Hey, are you going to go out? Um, you know, cause I'd go with him or something. Cause you want to go with somebody. It is more so the experience that it is actually just getting to like play as far as like prepping for the masters. I understand that if I could just play Augusta, it would be, it would be cool, but that's not exactly why I would be doing it. And he just told me, he said he's done it a couple of times before. Um, shout out to Ches. This is not his first uh, Masters. And he just said the course is so different when you play it. Uh, and the, when you show up to the actual tournament, it's just like you didn't really like gain much. But he said, you know, it's fun if you can do it. And that's why, you know, get, my plan to do it with Joe would have been like, that was kind of the reason we were doing it. So I doubt I will play, uh, which will make, you know, going to Augusta uh, for the first time during the tournament. Uh maybe feel a little more special in a way. Um, so I doubt I'll go. Um, but, you know, as Lacey has said, um, this will not be like the last Masters. So um, you kind of got to look at it that way, I guess. But yeah, obviously, it's a weird year. It's a it's a it wasn't exactly how we drew it up. There's no par three contest. Uh, there's no fans, obviously. Um, so it'll be different. But I, I don't think that I imagine the experience of playing the Masters is even cooler than just playing a round of at Augusta. So I have a feeling I'm that gonna, is. Uh, I'm gonna guess. Yeah, I'm gonna I guess, guess. Yeah. Probably not gonna run. I don't into have. Ex- that. We don't have experience. I'm gonna have, but... to, I'm gonna have to get way better to win the mid amateur. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get into it. I'll but, ask uh... Tiger what's cooler: the the practice rounds months prior or winning the <laughs> Masters. I'll ask him. Yeah, ask him in 19. Um, you need to find this out. Uh, one of Chez's good buddies, I believe, caddied for him when he after he won the Pub Links. You know, back when the Pub Links was a thing. And I think Chez either hit it in the water on nine in the par three contest or did something. And I think Tom Watson's crew was playing behind him and threw him a ball and he made it for par. I think Shocker. that's, I, I think Chez has like 20 something holes. in. Will, will you find that out? We, yeah, I'll ask. Oh, speaking of that, I asked Louie about the uh, what he say? mulligan. What was it called? Mulligan, mulligan recall. recall. So I asked him, I said, I'm supposed to ask you a question. Um, you but taught, you, you played with Louie again. With Louis, yeah, again. Yeah, we are becoming quite close. Uh, I think my swing is slowly becoming pretty. That's uh, not a bad thing. Yeah. But yeah, I asked him about it. And he said that his buddy and he, two weeks after the Masters played, he said it was a par five, three, he had a three when it's way downhill. So you can't see it land, but it looked like it was pretty good. His buddy Mulligan recalled him. 
uh, he hit his next one. He said he striped it and they get up there and it's 20 feet. And his buddy is just like mother F in the world. Uh, cause the other ball's not on the green. He's like, what do I do? I just like, he just hit two great shots and they're looking, can't find it, can't find it. And then, uh, they found the ball in the hole. Yeah. And he said that his buddy did like three <laughs> victory laps around the, around the green. He said he two putt for birdie and he lost himself two shots. So I thought that was a good, one of the, one of the times where like that, that was a true accurate story and actually had an even better story. Once we, uh, once we actually got to hear it from the, from the source. Imagine just two three wood double eagles in a month. <laughs> yeah. This means you're probably a pretty good ball <laughs> yeah. striker. I mean, you can't really like sneak your way around that. We have the hole in one holes in one story where the people have never played golf and make two in the same round. But I feel like when you make three woods from 285, 290, it probably my buddy that uh, as I've gotten deep into the video game world, uh, Matt, uh, he goes by Nade Shot. He's a very popular Wait, streamer. Did you just drop his gamer. Yeah, handle? well, that's how like Is I it... think most people know him. He's got like millions. Oh, of okay, so he's like yeah, like he's, he's like a big very deal. big deal. Yeah. He uh. He's has not played golf for very long at all. And just, I'm sorry, earmuffs, Shane. No. He just made his second hole in one <laughs> in the last three months. <laughs> so I feel like people think when I hear the story, I get tagged and stuff on social a lot. Uh, Alan, Schumer, I'm sorry. Like, I get tagged and stuff all the time. <laughs> and they always, everybody's always like, you don't want to read this. Sorry. It's like, no, 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 no. I am rooting for everybody on the planet to make an ace. I don't want anybody to live the life that me, my dad, my uncle have lived where we've never made one. We play golf for like combined 150 or 200 years. So I'm always rooting for everybody. Get it fast. Get it early. It's almost like being a professional golfer. You know, you want to get that win out of the way the first couple of years. Yeah, exactly. Two or three years. It feels like it's been a while. I want to ask you a master's question. I was talking to Woody about this a couple of days ago. We were talking about the patrons. You got to say patrons, not patrons. Oh, so really. sorry. Try, try it. Try it in a sentence. Let's see how it goes. Um, there will be no patrons, which makes me sad because I would have liked to wave at the patrons. Oh, that was really good. I thought that was good. We would see if we can get that soundbite cut out. We'll use it in the, in the telecast. So um, I, was, I was saying, you know, we were talking about what it's going to look like, right? And I am imagining that there's going to be some people allowed out there. Maybe it's just the members. Maybe it's, you know, partners of Augusta National or whatever. I'm sure you're going to see someone out there it's the south it's the masters whatever but do you think there's a chance that there's just going to be nobody out there because i feel like the masters is a place that could pull that off where the only people you're seeing are like the stand bearer the score two caddies two players and that is it no ropes no nothing and if that was the case i just feel like it'd be so cool to watch on tv i definitely think that to your point like if anyone could do it it's them like you know we talk about no fans and and i kind of um references during the pga because i played behind tiger uh rory and jt and there was like 70 people of media you know following right them, and i couldn't believe it uh and us open was somewhat similar there's just people everywhere like scattered it's not like they're like you know congregating together necessarily but there's just people everywhere and you're you're just confused because there's not supposed to be anyone out there but of course there's media out there it's a hum- enormous golf tournament but there's one you know golf body that could pull off nothing sports body it would sports body it's augusta so uh, i wouldn't be surprised i think it would look really really cool um without i think it'll look cool regardless but if there's no one i think it would look almost almost like like blissful in a way you right. know like it would be it was like be the, the silence is deafening type yeah of place where you'd feel like you were watching i mean you're gonna see a whole one on 16 seen. and no one's gonna Just make a not, noise yeah it'd be so well so Michael that. Phelps will not be behind the 16th tee. <laughs> so that, by the way, Louie made a hole in one there too. No big yeah. Deal. So that's the case. The case of probably the most likely is you're going to see scattered around some green jackets as people like that. The other cases that we're forgetting here is the masters just likes to do this is randomly drop some new technology. You've never heard of on Wednesday. They could have the NBA bubble virtual fans around 16 <laughs> yeah. and behind 12. And you, it would be the best technology you've ever seen. It would change the way we ever watch sports for the rest of our lives. And they could just, Fred just drops it on his Wednesday. I don't know if he's doing a virtual press Mr. conference. Mr. Ridley. Mr. Ridley dropped nice. There you go. See, we got to correct ourselves with <laughs> the terminology. Mr. Ridley just drops it. By the way, we have these uh, screens we're going to bring in, you know, Wednesday. And you're like, oh, yeah, we forgot. The masters, Sweet, yeah, the you can do whatever you want. I, I wonder out. if, like, you know, they have sub air there. I wonder if, like, they could add to the suburb like cheers, you know, like like what? they could feel the the suburb will feel the ball go into the hole and you'll hear like a bit of an eruption from from the ground up. I also wonder. I also wonder. Speakers uh, out of the yeah, grass. You know, I love you, it. They could. I, I don't know. I you just wonder like they, they can do anything. anything. Like I really believe that they are like 
the Superman of golf. I've been thinking a lot about your Masters week, okay, because this was going to be your first <laughs> Masters. And, you know, you win last year, and we chatted about it right after, you know, you came over to the house. We did a podcast right after you won at the Wells Fargo. And I knew for you, as a young guy with perspective and understanding, that the win was going to be huge for you because you checked something off of a career checklist. I won on the PGA Tour. With that comes another big check mark, and that is getting an invitation to the Masters. What's this week like, you know, heading into it mentally, knowing obviously you're not going to play, but knowing that, you know, you kind of got there. Like, you, you were invited to play in the Masters. You had the invitation. Yeah, I thought a lot about this. Um, I appreciated your question because you, you had it spun uh, in, in a positive light. The issue is, is I, I don't look at it like that. Um, I, I, the, the perks of winning, there are you know, multiple perks. That's why it's plural. One of those is playing in the Masters, um, not getting invited into the Masters. That's not how you look at it. The, the perks that uh, you get to basically split off of that is the money and the right. FedEx cut points and the comfort and the two-year exemption. So it would be like if, if, I, if you went and qualified for the U.S. Open and then and Lou Mr. Boss said, hey, you can't play, though. You need to commentate. It wouldn't, you wouldn't go around bragging or, or feeling all good like, hey, I qualified for the U.S. Open because that's not the point. Like We, we build it up in our heads because we want to walk on the greenest grass I've ever right. seen. We want to hit the shot on 12. We want to skip it on 16. The practice run, I wanted to play the par 3 contest so bad. And so when, it, when that doesn't get to happen, it kind of makes the rest of it, uh, or the, the actual cool part of being like, man, I did qualify. I, I mean, I, I get to look at my <laughs> invitation every morning and night. It's in my room. But it doesn't. It almost feels empty. I look at it in a, in a negative way because it does stink. Now, there's again a lot of worse things in the world. But as far as this week goes, I just couldn't really. I haven't found a positive I in gotcha. just being able to qualify. That's cool. It was always a goal of mine. But the real goal was, man, I get to play in the Masters. I never once said I've qualified for the Masters, which is the I guess a tough dif- difference in, in the way you think about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean you you get to hang out. I mean you get to hang out with me. As no, there, listen, there's so, a lot of bright spots. So that's like, I mean... As but we were going to hang out in we Augusta. <laughs> it's like, this is way less we, cool. We had dinner plans one night. Yeah. I was like, this is such a bummer. Uh, I mean, it, it is... It, listen, there's no fun way to spin it. I know, it's, I know it is, you know, professionally for you, not getting a chance to be there right now. It, it stinks. I mean, it does. It's just, that is what it is. I just, I wanted to hear what your thoughts were because I think a lot of these weeks are passing by, you know, for you knowing that, all right, I'm going to get back out there at some point. I'm going to get a chance to play. I knew this was a week that you don't know, right? And, yeah. and I mean, I think that's probably the 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 uncertainty. The interesting is, part is about this one and the way I've tried to look at it is like the one that's really going to stink, like really, really for uh, a weird re- reason is not, not getting to defend the Wells Fargo at the course I right. wanted at. Um, now, I might fall in love with the other one. Who knows? But like I was very much looking forward to going to a golf course that I've always loved. I've played well at. And getting to defend there where I have these memories come back, um, not getting to do that is going to really stink. So I'm not going to get that opportunity again. Uh, maybe not ever, but that, that would have been my first real opportunity. I'm not going to get it at all. Uh, the Augusta one that, and the Masters one that does help me a little bit is at this point, if they cancel it I already and I don't get to play, I mean, worst case scenario, I hope they don't. I hope I still get to play, whether it be in November or whether it be next April, whatever right. they decide. I've got in my head that I'm 71st in the world. I'm just going to qualify for it by getting to top 50 or winning again, whatever it is. So there's like the, the, the competitive side of my mind trying to take over and be like all these things I might not be getting to play because I was supposed to finally get to play all four majors this year. Right. Like I was very excited to finally – that's a small thing that you tick off in your, in your career – um, I'm freaking 29. Like I, it was about time in my head that I play all four of them and, uh, you know, not getting to do that stinks, but it has, it has pushed me to get better so that I don't have to worry about this. This isn't, it's, it's, it's just, this isn't my only master's chance. That's what I keep trying to tell myself. That's what my wife's been helping me remember. It's like, this was not my chance to play the you masters. Were gonna play it's one, a chance right. to play the masters. Just want to give a quick shout out and a feel good Friday to producer Tim, who's getting set for his wedding and took the time to go through episodes and find all of those things you just listened to. But that is not easy to do considering how much we blabber on this podcast. So thanks to producer Tim. Thank you all uh, for listening. Hope you guys have a great master's week. Root for Max. We're excited. Make sure you give uh, our Instagram handle a follow at get a grip pod is the handle there. Uh, we post stuff. We give stuff away there occasionally. 
uh, have a little bit of fun there. We'll update you with how Max is playing each and every day right there as well. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't know what else you can say about the Masters. It is always uh, one of the great weeks in sports each and every year. And uh, I cannot wait to see this golf course play the way I think a lot of us anticipate it's going to play. So have a great week. Enjoy it. Duct tape yourself to the couch. Get ready for uh, Masters.com coverage, featured group coverage that I got a chance to be a part of uh, this week. And we will check back next week. Oh, and wash your hands. I got to say wash your hands. What am I doing? Get a Grip with Max Home and Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.